Hello and welcome to this week's Loud and Proud podcast brought to you by Healthy Meals. Healthy Meals with an eye offers you three nutritious, delicious, calorie-counted meals five days a week for only €60. They also offer free local delivery. Get 10% off your first order by simply mentioning Loud and Proud. Doesn't get much better than that. On today's show, we have special guest sit-down interview with James Peach Calliff, the loud midfielder from Clarehead, sits down with Loud and Proud to talk Wexford. I preview Sunday's game against Wexford also, and the Nicky Rackard Cup where Sligo faced the loud hurlers in hopefully Dowdles Hill. So sit back, relax and enjoy your Leinster Championship preview podcast. And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and Meehan. Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the list of at midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by JP Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it to the net. Louth are in front. And here it is. Now they are all Ireland champions for the third time. So I finally got the big man on the pod. For those of you that don't know uh, James or Peach, the person, um, a lot of people will know him as the footballer. But uh, you're the person, you're in for a treat. He's possibly the funniest man out there. Uh, not just the funny Gaelic footballer, probably one of the funniest uh, uh, people going. Uh, and he can't but crack a few jokes in here as well in this pod. Uh, but when he was serious, the Clarkman gave some great insights to the culture shift within the dressing room, the inner workings of Wayne Kieran's and the Loud panel. And we also asked him, it's hard not to ask him about the dreadnoughts, and also uh, what player he would have in the Loud setup. I hope you enjoy it, and uh, if you get a laugh, uh, I won't be surprised. So here we go, here's James Peach Califf. Delighted to have uh, James Peach Califf here uh, chatting ahead of, of Sunday's game against Wexford. James, thanks for, thanks for coming along. No bother, no bother, delighted to hear. Do, do you want to tell the, the county now where the nickname came from? Uh, yeah, I suppose actually a lot of people wouldn't actually even know me real my first name at this stage. No, no. Um, it actually came from in primary school. I think it was around the time James the Giant Peach came out, and I remember coming out at a at break time, and some guys just started calling me Peach because I was just tall at the time as well, primary school. So it stuck from there really, and everyone has forgotten me first name since then. It seems you don't mind it, though, do you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The mother is not too happy. No, about. no, it's always it's always <laughs> the mummies, isn't it? That's it. Yeah. But I suppose uh, it's nice. It's nice now to have that nickname. But you're making a name on the field now, and it's been a good year for you. Um, yeah. So far. So far, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I suppose last year I kind of took uh, when Peak McGrath came in. I was kind of away for all the preseason. I took a couple of months and went off, did a bit of travelling, and then by the time I came back, I kind of had it in my mind to commit with the club for the year. Um, 
in a felt I'd give a bit back to the club after kind of been away for some, I, I never actually it's rare I actually had a full season with the club from pre-season the whole way through so I probably wasn't in the best shape going back either so I felt um, it's probably best to kind of get myself right first of all you know but um, yeah look I was delighted to be back this year when Wayne gave us the call and obviously as you know he's very enthusiastic management and I have to say like really dear away kind of give me the appetite to come back and um, it's great to be back with the lads as well obviously you know uh, I suppose even last year not being at the league games I was even I was going to the menu you know and having a look and uh, I kind of used to kind of stay away from the crowd and go over on my own just to watch the match um, just to get my own idea of it but like I suppose especially last year when it was, wasn't going as well as, as well as it has this year um, it's hard kind of looking on and saying well you know I might be able to make some sort of a difference out there and stuff like that but um, look I don't regret kind of taking the year out or whatever like I think it's it's kind of fresh me up a bit this year did, did you miss it like in terms of do you miss like you know it's easy saying you, you miss the games and the championship but did you miss that or did you miss the crack with the boys or do, do you miss testing yourself every week against the best players yeah no well uh, one thing I don't think anyone would miss Darver, but you definitely would miss the trip <laughs> you know yourself freezing down there Um but yeah, no, you you do you miss the crack and like no matter if you're here and you're on the loud panel, whether you're getting games or not, you're you're playing against and you're training against the best players in the county, you know, and that's always going to improve. Like if anyone came to me and said like you know like if they're going into loud or even it was a couple of young lads the club were saying that they were getting called up the minors, like it always would encourage to go because no matter what you're going to be playing and improving just the whole time, and um, yeah, like. Looking on last year, obviously missed the crack. Obviously, knowing a lot of the lads so well. Um, obviously this year there's a bit of a mix with all the young lads coming through that Wayne's brought on. But um, I have to say, like it's a great culture there at the minute as well this year. But uh, it's something you would miss, especially when you step back from it. But again, um, I think when you step away for it, you kind of get the appetite to come back, and uh, it's it's been good so far this year. It's nearly no harm to break out then. Uh, no, no, well it's not. Um, I know sometimes. People obviously having the choice taking a break, maybe to get injured or or stuff like that, you know. But um, look, it was just a kind of if I had to come back last year, I would have done myself no favors anyway. Had it wasn't the fittest shape as it should have been coming back back in anyway, and kind of wanted to give a bit of commitment to the club. But no, it was no harm in this case. But um, yeah, it's 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 kind of fresh me up this year. And do you find then the game is even your last last year with Colin Kelly, you missed last year. You went to club. Um, wasn't like you weren't playing football, but do you feel like you like being away for that year in the county football has changed? Yeah, I think even the year, the last year I played, it was kind of changing then as it was. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely changed this year. But uh, I have to say, like some people are saying that you know it's changed for the worse the way it's gone with kind of you know adopting more of a tactical approach, you know, this kind of stuff, but. Like it's a whole learning process. Even bringing like Wayne and this year and Liam and Carl, like they're so enthusiastic as you probably know from talking to them. And every day, every day when you come train here, like you're learning. It's a learning t- session the whole time, which maybe wasn't as much like that with other managers that you might be with. You know, yeah, anyway. yeah. Um. But yeah, like Wayne takes a great approach. Like he's he's so he's he's kind of more of a coach than a manager you know kind of way like yeah. anytime you go onto the pitch it's all game related game related and making decisions on the spot but uh yeah the game has changed massively um over the last even over the last three or four years two or three years um 
but yeah, I think even the coach now and getting players to think more in the pitch and on their feet is always going to be good. You know, like you kind of, it's gone to the stage now where you need, I suppose, obviously you have your athletes and your your scorers now, but as well as on top of that, you need your clever footballers as well yeah. to be able to adapt to things on the pitch as, as you see them, you know, and that's what Wayne has kind of brought in to make everyone make up their own decision on the pitch. It's right interesting now. you say that because you've, you didn't start the league. You had to buy your time, and then come the end of the league, you were you were nearly the number one midfielder alongside Tommy. Uh, yeah, look, I suppose I kind of just got a couple of lucky breaks. But like, as I said, like come back in this year, like I was under no illusion that I was going to have to work for for me place in the team. And look, there's no guarantee of even starting the championship. But um, that's the way it is. You're you're back in the panel after missing a year. You're back to number thirty, and you just have to try and work your way through. You know, kind of way. Um, like I suppose I got lucky in a way with other couple of midfielders either getting suspended or through a couple of injuries and stuff like that. But it does put a bit of added pressure on that when you get your chance, you have to take it. You know, kind of way. But I think the way the way the culture of the team is at the minute and the culture of the panel is that you're just another cog in the wheel. As in, everyone knows you have certain position. There's a role for each position, and you go in and you do your job, and you leave the jersey in a better place at the end of the day for the next person that's going to come on. And I think that's something that really has been brought in this year more so, more so than maybe any other year. That it's a matter of you're only a cog in the wheel. There's someone that can do your job if if you're not there, you can always be replaced. You know, kind of way. So, um, yeah. Look, it's I've been delighted so far to be able to get obviously a bit of game time and um. I'm working my way back up, I suppose, from the bottom of the panel into maybe in line for maybe sometime in the championship anyway. But um, under no illusion, there's still a lot of hard work to be done up to the Wexford game and even after the Wexford game as well. So um, a lot of competition on on the panel, which is good for uh, for any team. You know? But you 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 you're talking about culture there, right? Um, do you feel that like? You know the way everyone says the start of, start of the year. Oh, whoever's training yeah. will get in. Whoever's showing merit. Do you feel now it's actually people have been picked on merit? Like you, you did buy the time. You've you're in there now, on merit. And you feel that's that's a really big part of Wayne's culture that they speak of. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I think I think even I suppose especially this year, if you're playing well, you're going to be in. If you have anything to add, if it's even for forty minutes or fifty minutes, you're going to be in, and then someone can replace you. Um, like it's a kind of a good mix that on the on the on the panel this year between young and old. Obviously, Wayne has brought a few young lads in that he would have had maybe at minor level and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and it really does keep you on your toes because them boys are fresh. You know, they're pushing everyone on, and if it, if it's my role or it's someone else's role just to come in and do a stint for fifty minutes or sixty minutes and empty yourself out of that, well then you have other lads that can come on for an extra ten minutes. Or if it's if it's vice versa, um, but yeah, everyone's there in merit. Like I'm sure they were looking at club games over the last couple of weeks as well to see who's been, you know, doing their their bit off away from loud, you know, over the over the course of April, and probably looking at other lads as well that might come in for into the panel as well. And you know, Wayne operates an open door policy, so like you know that you're never like there can be no safety net on on a panel, you know, saying oh you can go through the motions here and. Which is the way it should be. And the way it kind of, it, there probably was a safety net this past couple of years. Uh, Some lads yeah. would get on the county panel and couldn't get off it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose even from my own experience, maybe on the, I suppose as a panel player for maybe like the first couple of years and I started off at Loud, it seemed to be that, that it was harder actually to get off the team when you're on it than, than a sub trying to get on the team, you know? Yes, right? yeah. Um, 
obviously like, there was like there's lads of good caliber players always, always through the years but yeah I suppose this year it's more so if you're playing well you're going to be in if you've anything to add you're going to be maybe introduced at a different time or if, if you're not there if you're not um, you know training well or playing well well then you might be on the 26 one week but then it's always open for the next week you know so um, it's a great way to be um, and it's it's kind of a positive way to be in the panel that you know everyone knows that when you're coming training you're learning and if you're doing well you're going to be in so and there's no egos it takes away the egos then does it uh, it does yeah obviously the lads might have a couple of egos <laughs> <laughs> I won't name any names they can hear yourself they know who they are yeah, yeah they know who they are yeah. Um, yeah but it does take away egos but uh, which is which, which is very important on, on a team as well you know that everyone's kind of on the same level like a couple of young lads that have come in this year you know um, showing great leadership you know not afraid to talk Um a half time or before the game, which is what you want. You know, everyone's on the on the, on the same on the same key. You can see you're enjoying it as well. That's a big part of it. Like, yeah, the county yeah. football, everyone is saying, "Oh, it's a slog and what have you," but you're enjoying it. Yeah, and I suppose everyone is enjoying it because, like as I said, every training session is a learning session. You know, every tra- every day is a learning day, and like everyone that is in the loud dressing room wants to play for loud, and they're working hard to to be there. You know, like. And that's always going to create a positive, you know, environment. And obviously, there's a lot of negativity going around the county, um, you know, over the last couple of years. If results didn't go the way, and you know, you have people commenting on whatever websites and stuff like that, you know. But everyone, I suppose, is entitled to their, their opinion, you know. But like everyone that is there on the loud panel wants to be in the loud panel, and you know, that's the way. Like I suppose, when you're growing up as a as a kid, you're playing with your club. Like you want to be like you look up to people who are playing for loud and we want to be those role models for like the other people coming like you can see at the tonight with the with the meet and greet like there was so many young kids there and enthusiastic do you feel that as a responsibility or has Wayne made you feel that responsibility this year Um, I don't know like it definitely wasn't forced on us but um, I suppose like with the culture that's there and everyone's there's no, there's no egos and like we want support. We want supporters to come out and support us. You know, like instead of you know, like the usual loud story of you know hard luck story or something like that. Like, but like we even had like the Jardines under ten team had actually been to I think every league. Yeah, yeah. yeah to see like which is great. Like because you know they're looking up to players in the loud panel and you know they want to wear the loud jersey in the future, which is great because what you want is you want kids wearing loud jerseys. Like you've 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 a big competition now with soccer, with the dock, with rugby, even in draw and the dock as well. And maybe Gaelic football because loud hasn't been as successful, uh maybe Gaelic has taken a bit of a back step in the county, you know kind of way, but we don't feel pressure or we're not it's not a target to go out and say, right lads, we need to you know, we want to get people supporting loud again. But if we're enjoying it and we're bringing a positive atmosphere and if we can bring a couple of results on top of that, well then it's going to be great for people who want to go and follow loud. You know, like you're going to have your critics and people who are going to, you know, dish you no matter what. Like, I mean, at the start of the league, we lost the first game to Longford yeah. and everyone is saying straight away, yeah, yeah. relegation, what's Division 4 going to be like, you know? But like, people can have their say, but like we are under no illusion after that match that we had a lot more to give. And even the next couple of games, you know, you went down to Offaly and we got people might say you got lucky down there with the OG and stuff, but we felt after the match that we actually worked worked hard enough to win the match. Yeah, you know, yeah. we, we played deserved quite, that rubber the green. Like sometimes yeah. to go again because the harder you work, the luckier you get. Exactly, yeah. And you know, people might say well they got lucky there, but we kind of felt like well, 
yeah, it was it was an OG and end of a match. We thought we played well enough that we should have had the game buried before that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah, look, we went we went from a position where we are favourites to be relegated before the league. We went losing the first game, which made us complete favourites to be relegated. Yeah, no, you know, yeah. and then we were able to bring it back, and we were within a point, a point of going back up to to Division Two. You know, and it's funny, like you have the same people saying that like Larry should have been relegated, and then when you don't get promoted. They're not happy again, you know. Yeah, I mean? But yeah. like that's just, I suppose, the way every county is, you know. Um, we have our own goals and our own expectations of us, and uh, you know, the league is obviously rolling to the championship. It's a, it's a pity we didn't go into Division Two because next year would have been playing against better teams, yeah. you know. But like you have to say, it would be happy-ish with how we've gone on so far and the performances that we've put in in some games. So hopefully that will roll in nicely. Uh, has it shifted? Like has the process shifted, or is it just? Wex was another game, or, or has the preparation or the analysis or the training has it has it up the level for championship, or is it just keep taking over? Um, yeah, I suppose it's probably a bit difficult because obviously you have April with the clubs, um, and obviously what we had four four games in two weeks there at one yeah, stage. Like, yeah. you know, it's, that's an argument for another day, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> um, no, I suppose the management actually has managed the players quite well during April. Um, you know, like they know we're under a lot of pressure with the clubs, you know, with the with so many games in, in a few weeks. Um but in terms of now like we're looking at a couple of weeks into the Wexford game, it's it's just as if it was in the middle of the league where you have a you have a, a weekend break, you know, with the with the yeah. break in the league. It's just like that. Like Graham born with the strength condition and does the gym work, like that's excellent. He'd always peak his sessions and time sessions so that you're ready to go for the Wexford game. But Training like isn't any different in the league. Like obviously, I have to go back. It's a bit of a step going from the club level back up to to county level and get ready for the championship. But like, as the cliche goes, it is actually just another game. Yeah, there's going to be hype. Um, you know, actually, as when Paddy Crozier was with us a while ago, he kind of explained the championship. He summed it up. He said the only difference between the league and the championship is is the media, and the media will obviously hype it up. And he said like. You know, like a score, a fourteen-yard score in the league, a tap-over score becomes a magnificent, magnificent score in the championship. Right, you know, yeah, yeah. it's just the hype that's there. Like there is a bit of added pressure because the leagues in the past, and no matter what happens with the league, you're always going to be judging the championship or how, how yeah, you go. Yeah. You know, kind of way. There is a little bit of added pressure, but at the end of the day, it's it's a seventy-minute game against Wexford that you just have to go and win, just like if, if, as if it was a league game. You know, there's going to be no change of systems or like we we know how we're going to play we've played during the league and so yeah like as the cliche goes it is just another game a bit of pressure a bit of extra hype obviously because of the championship match but yeah I'd say everyone's really looking forward to right so so this is like the week before now before you play Wexford this is the this is the best week as an inter-county footballer is it Uh, the week before championship yeah yeah yeah, look, look. I'm not trying to diss. I'm not trying to diss the hype around. Like, it is great because, you know, you're going to get that bit of extra pressure. You know, and you a bit more. Uh, so there's a few more nerves than you usually. Yeah, would, but like, you know? like take us inside. Like, you're probably you're getting gear. Um, Are you getting stuff like? Yeah, well, the gear we kind of looked after beforehand, and I suppose like I suppose gear to the likes of myself and and Jim and whoever else, Andy and whoever's my age. 
you know like that's just uh, we kind of nearly just like throw it in the bag and yeah, say, yeah, no, yeah. but you can see like the young lads like that are there and you get gear you know like it does give you a buzz and I'm not saying it doesn't give you a buzz but like yeah you have an extra bit of you know talk on the on the papers radios what have you like uh, about the championship and it does give you a big buzz you know yeah. going in and it, do, it really does give you that extra bounce on the day um, but like you know at, at the end of it it's going to be all about coming down to a performance in, in Wexford Park in on Sunday um, which you have to deliver so at the end of the day I think fingers crossed now that you know everyone will be as, as, as good as they can be in the day Um maybe the extra bit of hype and bit of bounce is probably good for everyone I suppose maybe that's why you know the te- to say the tempo of the championship increases because everyone is just a bit more yeah, buzz yeah, and ready yeah. to go for you know it's a, it's a once off um, but yeah I suppose this stage I suppose after being so many championship seasons you just kind of you kind of just kind of take in your in your stride more yeah, so than yeah, that. You know, yeah, anyway, yeah. it's probably different for for different lads, but but you have your routine nearly now. You 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 know what way to get yourself right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I yeah, know like from from myself, not much will change. Usual, and um, yeah, we just usually train a couple of nights a week. And what way? Um, what way are you? Are you walking to Dublin or where are you? Yeah, are you commuting? Uh, I am. Yeah, I'm commuting. Yeah, um, I'm trying to. Trying to sign me as trying to sign a, a house back home at the minute. So is that a challenge? Commuting and um, being an intercounty footballer. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I actually I moved job um, just at the beginning of last year, um, and before that it was kind of there was a commute. I'm on the train, like, and then there'd be a good bit of a walk, and you weren't guaranteed of what hours you're working, um, which was always a bit challenging because you know, like, you don't want to be ringing managers and saying, "Look, I can't get out of working time," you know. Cause, right. But uh, yeah, yeah. no, I have to like it suits me this year. I'm, I have a half eight to nine, or sorry, a half eight to five job, and uh, like work's been quite good to me as well. You know, kind of might let me off to a couple of challenge matches and stuff like that. Um, but like I'm doing it now for what six years, so I'm kind of used to it. You know, kind of way. Yeah, your um, body's used to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's basically up in the morning at, at half six, and I'd be if if we we're training, I'd be home at probably ten o'clock. But you just get used to it as you go on. You know, kind of yeah. way. Um, like. Nearly handy to have something to take your mind off it too. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Because um, you'd be busy enough during the day. Well, it's supposed to be anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I have to say, like, even with the likes of work and like even the likes of Anthony Williams, who has a lot of work like abroad in America and stuff like that. Uh, Wayne's very forthcoming with that, and he understands. You know, kind of he's real, real good man manager, and you know, able to know what's going on in everyone's life. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a big part of it yeah. too. Yeah. Like yeah. he understands that players have a life and. And that need that balance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you know, and that's a good thing to have, kind of, in any team that, you know, instead of, you know, he's able to know what's going on, whatever, and if where they're working and, and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, it's a good way to be. Um, we'll just go back. We'll go back to. I think we want to run out of time here, but um, just gonna go back to. I asked Eric McGuire a question last year about the club and all that. Um. <clears throat> I have you now, might as well ask you. Yeah, right. Is this the year? <laughs> been hearing this for the last time. <laughs> uh, you can pass. Is this the year? Yeah. I, I would like to pass. Ah, look, um, we're going okay this year. Like, to be honest, we won the Sheelan Cup and probably people were talking maybe too much about this because right. from going to the matches, probably weren't playing really great. You know, kind of way. Um, which isn't bad for this time of the year because you know yourself there's not there's nothing one this time of the year but 
Um, look, we'll be giving another shot this year, just like we do every other year. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah we just haven't been able to get over the line, but um, we've been we've been actually nice enough panel this year with a couple of young lads coming in as well. But like you know, you're going to have obviously Blues, Munster boys, probably be your top two. But like you know, we're we're going to keep pushing in here. So and then what? Uh, what one player from your club? Because there's probably so many club lads that have yeah, been yeah. on the lead panel. <laughs> Who would you have on that? Hasn't been on. Who would you like back? Um, well, probably our standout player for last year. Um, it's probably Dermot Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a super player. Um, I know. I think he might have been asked at start this year to go in, but he's coming to lay. But uh, he was committed to. He's doing actually. He's he's middle doing his studies and stuff like that as well. Over and um, over, he's doing a, a master's course over in, in Galway in Irish. Okay. He's not as stupid, Gale, not, no, not yeah. as stupid as he looks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but he he's probably probably our, our most consistent player for definitely last year. Anyway. Um, hopefully, maybe someday he might commit. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. James Peach Calif, thanks very much for coming on the Lead and podcast. We got away without talking about um, who Colin Kelly and uh, <laughs> what else, something else. I was going to say, I'll forget it. Anyway, thanks very much. No worries, no worries. Thanks, thanks. Thanks. There you go. The other thing we dodged and I couldn't remember was Dublin. You know, the pesky dubs are going, <laughs> they're on target for five in a row. Well, if we win on Sunday against Wexford, uh, we play them. Maybe it's a sign of peaches and I suppose myself, uh, me focus, our focus that they didn't get a moment's thought. Um, but overall, I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoyed that podcast or that interview. I really enjoyed it as well. And you know what else I enjoyed lately? A really, really tasty, freshly prepared, healthy meal from Healthy Meals. Healthy with an eye. They're based in Marbury's in Dundalk. Get ten percent off your first order by simply saying "loud and proud." Okay, here we go. Here is my preview on the actual Wexford, Wexford game itself. Here we go. Right, my my first initial thoughts on Wexford is tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, the Division Four, they only won three games this year. They never even looked at going on a promotion tilt. The managers under pressure early on in the year. They're short a, f- a lot of the players that you would recognise down the years. Um, but then you kind of dig deeper into it, and. You dig into air record against Wexford, and it champs your record, and it's not too hot. the The last time we played them in Drogheda, it was that was such a gut wrenching day. That was because we were we were on the cusp of something special there. I felt if we got over them and went in the rock over us, we were we were really humming. We had a really nice team at that stage. Paddy Keenan was still there. Kieran Bourne had just burst onto the scene. Andy McDonald was in his pomp. Shane Lennon was full forward as well. You had Pop and Desi in the full back line. John O'Brien was still there. Um, you had Brian White as well knocking about. And it just, it just, it, they got a goal just before half time. I remember Kieran Ling, and it was a, it was a, it was a hell of a goal. It just, it was a long range effort, kind of just. It, 
it, it was kind of just a hop. It was just a crossfield shot that no one expected. The whole of draw that was it took draw them by surprise, and they won that game. And it kind of broke Loud's momentum, and it broke in O'Rourke's kind of. Yeah, I think it was O'Rourke's first year in the county, and it was it was just we we had prepared so well that day, and I felt we really needed the result. But Wexford came in and did the job on us. They really raised their standards for championship matches and. Like they say, Division Four team doesn't really matter when it comes to champions, especially with Division Three and Four being so close. And you've seen their um, London only losing by a couple of points to uh, Galway or Division One team. So that just shows you the levels that these teams are operating on. Um, you look at their league results; they were bet by they were bet by London actually. They were bet by London. They were bet by uh, Watford. Again, and those are really those things. I, I you, you want to take them for granted then, but then you dig a little bit forward and you look at their team and they have a couple of nice forwards. They have um, Ben Brosnan who played in that game. Kevin O'Grady's been a sharp shooter as well. Jonathan Beelan has been the fourth top scorer in the National League this year. Um, he's son of Paul Beelan. He used to play for Dublin and he used to actually manage the. Uh, he used to actually manage Wexford. He's mostly based down there in Castletown. See, that's his club. They have a tight defence. Uh, Michael Forlong's captain, he played in that game in 2013. Brian Malone, Glenn Malone, I presume they're brothers. Uh, they beat us in their Bourne Cup this year, and Glenn Malone was quite good at wing back. Then in the middle of the field, they've welcomed back Dahi Waters, who, in my opinion, was Paddy Keenan's grip tonight. Paddy couldn't get the grips to them at all around the middle of the field. Uh, Any time he played, he's so long, he's so tall. He was such a good, good midfielder, and Wexford were, were really solid. And then you think of other days. You think of uh, Ian McInerney's reign in uh, Crow Park again, and Matty Ford tore us asunder. You think of Matty Ford in Parnell Park. That game, uh, it was it was sunny, really sunny, blistering day. And Simon Jarrett, probably Simon Jarrett's last day. No jersey could be wrong. Maybe played the qualifiers after that. But Wexford beat us that 2004, that was, yeah, 2004. I remember Simon Jarrett doing really well on uh, on Matty Ford that day. We just couldn't get the grips on him. We just, we just, I don't think we ever win in bloody... Uh, I was supposed to be Carlo there a couple of times in Parnell Park. But that was uh, that was Wexford again. So it's been a long time coming to beat Wexford. They really raised their standard come championship time as well. Um in terms that they, uh, they they took Leash to extra time last year, having got relegated from Division 3. And Leash looked oh, <coughs> like half favourites for that game going into it. The game is in Innovate Wexford Park, which is a tricky place to go to as well. You know, home venue, it's a proper setup down there as well. Home venue for a first round of a championship game. On a Sunday afternoon, you're kind of lulled into a false pretenses. Um, uh, but speaking to Wayne during the week, he uh, he's learned from it. The, his minor side won a Leinster Championship minor semi final down there, and long journey. So the loud boys will be going down on Saturday night, staying the night because the journey is just that bit long. It's nearly tipping into three hours down there. So they'll get down there. That that gives me hope that 
to have all their fingers crossed, all their eyes, their T's crossed and their eyes dotted to know what to expect. You know, there's going to be a high scoring Wexford team that's going to go all out shooting attack that will keep it tight at the back. And they also have that factor of Colin Kelly as well, who's going to know loud inside out. He's going to know all the players inside out. There's probably only a few players that he hasn't worked with, and they're probably Blues players, but he'll have a fair idea about those Blues players being an ex Blues player and. Uh, but with Colin Nally as well, um, he worked with that team, so no doubt Colin was involved with them there or knows them firsthand. So it's that 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 has that factor as well. But we still we're we're obviously we're going into the game as favourites, and that's to be expected. We have a solid enough league league campaign behind us. Um, we didn't get the get the promotion in the end, but we looked like a really solid outfit. We look really uni- united this year. We look like a really hard-working team. Um, we have forward options. It looks like William Woods and uh, Conor Grimes has put their hands up as well. They've entered the competition up front. Lost three players have, have gone off the panel. Um, Darren Marks, Niall Connell and Keane Callan. I suppose they saw limited time. I don't think Niall got a run in the championship or in the league campaign. And Darren Marks, I think, was went off injured against Longford in the first game. And I think Keane Callan only came on against Carlo in that game down in Carlo. So they're limited game time. Uh, I don't think there's any hard feelings there, but those three lads are gone off the panel. There's no new players on the panel. Just the two boys that are uh, fresh back into it and put their hands up for contention. Casey Bourne is obviously missing as well. But other than that, it's a full bill of health. I don't expect too many changes to the team. We should have our homework done. We should go down there with a positive attitude. We bring our A game. We bring our uh, work rate. We should have enough for, for uh, Wexford, who despite being a tricky, tricky outfit, you can't take them for granted. You definitely can't take them for granted. Um, you'd have lads there that wouldn't be that well known, like some Mark O'Neill, a full back, or own Nolan, full forward. Niall Hughes, the middle field, all solid players. <coughs> and... We'll have to have our eye on the ball, but it's good. It's not going to be. I don't think it's, like it's, there's no chance of it being a, like a, a hammering or anything like that. If anything, there could be an ambush from the from the yellow bellies. So it'll be very interesting to see. It'll be a really good game. I'll have um, I'll have a full Instagram story on it down there on the day. Um, I'll have a talking points podcast after it, and hopefully it'll be a loud victory. Also this uh, Sunday, no sorry, Saturday, when is Saturday, the Loud Hurlers are playing Sligo in there, the start of their Nicky Rackard Cup campaign. It'll be, uh, they just stayed up last year with the skin of their teeth, it'll be a tough, tough, um, be a tough, uh, be a tough campaign, haven't spoken to Paul McCormick, the Loud manager, he reckons that, um, Themselves and Sligo are the weakest two teams in the in the group, uh, even in the whole competition. Um, so it'll be it'll be all guns blaring for for Saturday's game. Uh, hopefully to get the result. They also have Tyrone and Mayo. Mayo came down last year from the Christie Ring, and Tyrone beat Loud earlier on this year by fifteen points. But win on Sunday or on Saturday, and you never know. You never know what you might. You never know what might come from that. A bit of confidence from a win. Uh, I expect them to win on 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 Saturday. I think they're good enough. Uh, hopefully, they do. They're a great bunch of lads. Um, I suppose that's it. That's all. So, Nicky Rackard Cup, Leinster Championship, all happening. Um, 
the Miners are playing during the week against Kildare. That's a real. That's probably one of the. I'll have an Instagram story on that as well. Please God, in RD at uh, seven o'clock. I think it is. Good batch of Miners this year. Really exciting. I seen them down in Kilkenny. They can turn it on going forward. Much different tests against Kildare. These two teams are both unbeaten. Uh, and they both won by eight points the last day. So it'll be a very interesting game. Very interesting how they'll get on against this much stiffer test. Kildare are usually the barometer of how, how good a minor team is in Leinster. They're all usually knocking around the uh, knocking around the, the finals on Leinster final day. So I, I have a sneaky feeling they might do the business. They'll take confidence from that win below in uh, Nolan Park and there are plenty of things to work on from it, which is no harm. And uh, they have a couple of nice forwards there that can do the job. Like Ben Collier, Ben uh, Luke Luke Matthews up front, Craig Shevlin in the middle of the field, Colin McCall to come back in. Uh, really impressed with the half-back line. Um, full-back from Roach is solid as well. Cannot think of his name. Um, and then the nice subs to come on. Harry O'Neill, Jamie Ward, um, Young Downey looks good as well. Uh, so plenty of options there and there is like there's attacking forward play which please god they'll, they'll uh, do the job um, so that's it yeah so massively hectic week for uh, all codes um, thanks very much for listening hopefully I'll see you down in Innovate Wexford Park or maybe I'll see you on Wednesday night in RD or Saturday in Dowdles Hill can't wait Um yeah, thanks for listening to the pod. Thanks to Healthy Meals for sponsoring today's show. Check them out on Facebook. I've added the link there so you get them in Healthy Meals with an eye. Remember, you get 10% off your first order by saying loud and proud. doesn't get much better than that. Thanks very much for listening and a real championship. Come on, loud, to finish. Thanks very much for listening. Enjoy the week's shows and matches all over the county. Yeah.